everybody. Mason Goodnight here once again with Core Issues, the podcast. The podcast where we discuss things that touch everybody's lives and how those th- the gospel touches those things. I kind of mess up my own call, uh, <laughs> beginning call out sometimes. Anyway, wanted to throw, out, throw together a quicker podcast here. This is not a super in-depth one. Um, going to be a lot shorter for those who want a shorter podcast too. Hope I can do that for you and bless you with that. Um, this is based on, like you can see the title, it's about the Todd Field Wretched special about um, the COVID-19 vaccines. How Christians are supposed to look at it. It's about, it's about an hour long. I watched um, most of it. I mean, I watched it while doing some chores, doing some folding and doing some different things. So in and out here and there. But I, I basically watched the whole thing. Um, and I want to say off the bat, overall, it's good because Todd starts at the very beginning to say, um, and, and rightly so, he, he doesn't try to um, tell everybody that this is how you have to think. He, he jokes, of course, says, I'm going to tell you how you have to think. But no, he says, that's not what I'm going to do at all. And if you think that's what I'm doing, please rewind, go back, think about this. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, look at all these angles and see where you come down with this in light of scripture. Now, I think he would even say, I think he probably does say in there, he could even go in more in depth on certain things. And um, I think he could have too. But overall, like I said, in an hour, I think he did a pretty good job of at least laying out a lot of the issues, laying out scripture, both um, explicit and implicit scriptures. Overall, was was worthwhile watch. Appreciated. I've I've appreciated much of Richard. We don't always see eye to eye. Don't always agree with Todd on a lot of stuff. Um, But overall... I really appreciate Wretched. It's been a real blessing to me in my walk, in my spiritual life. And uh, I do appreciate Todd and much of what he does. And I appreciated this show. That being said, when I came in to uh, watch the issue um, about this and then watch the um, section when he starts just talking about one of the objections he brings up early on... um, and he says, put this off to the side first. You know, we're going to go with it. Don't let your preconceived, your pre-thought out, your pre-feelings, your pre-ideas uh, get in the now way here. I came into watch the... Got my... Turn this on so I could see if any comments pop up. I know it's really late. It's 1 o'clock in the morning here, so probably isn't going to be able to watch this live. But I t- thought I'd turn that on anyway in case I do see some comments pop up on my phone. Easier to do. Anyway... <clears throat> When he brought up the um, issue about aborted fetal cell lines, basically about murdered babies and making a COVID vaccine based on that, he gives an analogy, um, trying to give people something to think about, about what would you do, you know, in this scenario, if you say you wouldn't want to have anything to do with um, taking a vaccine because of it being cultivated through fetal cell lines but what about this would you take care of it? and he gives this analogy it's like a drunk driver thing and i'm going to go over it but in fact what i'm just going to do primarily is uh let's just watch that together i'm going to play that clip let you see it hear it and then i'm going to go down and break down where i think he failed in some of his logical um conclusions kind of made some apple to orange um analogies that don't really fit and so it's kind of a false analogy i'm not saying he did it purposefully um and i'm sure he could say he could have done better and been more in depth and more details or he was just trying to focus on one thing but the thing is this is too important to just think on one or two things this is important because we're really talking about 
and again, I don't even want to talk about, I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm probably going to make a show, you know, you know, I've talked about abortion, this uh, vaccine, if anybody knows me, knows I talk about abortion a lot, and you're probably surprised I've done a podcast, and I have not had a podcast that's just focused on abortion, well, it's coming, um, but it's probably going to be titled something that might catch you unaware when I do it, because I don't want to talk about abortion, I want to talk about the fact that that's a misnomer, that's a distraction, and while I don't want to talk about it at all, because I'd love to see it abolished, Abortion isn't the right term. It's murdered babies. Murdered, even more specifically, murdered preborn image bearers of God. And that's how it ought to be seen. And I think it needs to be spoken of that way, especially when we're dealing with the issues in detail. I want that to stick in people's minds. I want it to stick in your mind. I want it to be stuck in my mind. That's what we're dealing with, not some obscure thing. When we talk about murders on the street, we don't talk about, you know, post birth abortions. We don't talk about sanitized things. We call it murder. And we need to get that in our mind. We're talking about murdered babies here. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have that. I want to try that in my focus, in my conversations at all times, and definitely on this podcast. So so that's why that plays into this and my discussion of this. But let's watch that together. Let me scoot over here, get out the way, and let's pull up the video, and let's watch together Todd's um, explanation here, his video. It's only a couple minutes, two, three minutes long probably. Vaccines are made with aborted baby cells. Indeed, some are. What do you know? This issue gets tricky too. So let me present two sides. No way. If you're telling me that somehow this vaccination only exists through the courtesy of a dead baby's body, not a chance. It's a sin that is just too grievous that was committed against another human being to benefit from it. That is reasonable and that is right. And that I think is a very biblical consideration. On the other hand, there are those who would say, hold on, take for instance the MMR, the measles, mumps and rubella vaccination. These were obtained through stem cell lines from aborted babies in 1962 in Germany that the understanding, some would say, is they were not intentionally aborted for the sake of producing a vaccination. They were aborted. and Now let me just stop. I'm going to stop that just for a minute because that may be true. I, I am not sure about that situation. Um, I, I do know about the dates and all that stuff. That's right. But... What I don't know is, that, did they know, the mothers know that the babies were going to be used for research? I, I really don't know. I, I don't think so. Be that as it may, today, many women do know. All of us know. We know it's, I mean, if you, and I, when I say all of us, I'm pretty sure everybody watching this is going to remember the Planned Parenthood scandal and all the undercover videos exposing them selling baby body parts and even hearing the people on Planned Parenthood talking about how they definitely, they even kill babies certain ways so as not to crush certain organs so that they can sell them to get certain value because certain value comes by selling those parts and all the scandal and all the lawsuits and everything that went into that. You know it's been a big thing. It actually really upset the nation. Sadly, not upset enough to stop it because of they're just being murdered, but that they're being sold after they're being murdered. That really raises people's ire. That's the sad, sick reality of our nation. But, but be that as it may, I don't want to get too far off on that. We know that babies are being murdered, and we know now, definitely, they are being harvested 
for their body parts. It is Nazi-esque, Mengele, and I keep saying Mengele-esque, and people, who Mengele was the doctor for the Nazis who did the wicked experiments on the Jews. It's that type of stuff that's happening, it's taking place, okay, with these murdered babies, and now there are women, and it's even being given to them, that sometimes you will hear the Planned Parenthood doctors in those videos and other places talk about it, that sometimes they do, if they get, they even say, well, get the consent of the woman to do it a certain way, you know, we will, so that we can harvest the organs. So sometimes they tell them, sometimes they just do it, and then they try to harvest the organs regardless of whether they get consent or not. But many women are going and saying, well, I'm hoping, and they're actually using that as part of their justification to say, yeah, the the babies that I, I'm, yes, and they're not, of course, they're not saying I'm murdering my baby, but they are, and they try to justify it with the fact that maybe that baby, um, could do some good by their baby being murdered. They can use some of those body parts to help others. And that's actually a motivational thing for them. And I'm going to talk about that more in depth. I want to talk about that. Whether or not that was happening in the MMR vaccine back then, I would just say right off the bat here too, um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter how far ago or how long ago it was. I definitely dealt with that in my other vaccines video, so I don't need to go into that. But, um, yeah, I don't care. Any vaccine through the cultivated human uh, murdered baby cells, I'm a no on that, okay, and I'm with where Todd's first group was, but there's a, here's a second group. Again, he's just giving you options, so just hear it out. Let's just go back and let it play, but I just want to stop that to talk about because that one little side, I will deal with a little more later. I wanted to see that that is not necessarily, it may not have been with MMR. It's definitely playing a role now, every day. And scientists, they took those stem cells and they created the MMR. And now because of distance and the circumstance, some Christian philosophers would say the Christian, while recognizing this is not ideal, shouldn't feel like they're sinning. And this, this is how they explain it. If your teenager needed a kidney or they were going to die and you're waiting for the phone call that hopefully there's going to be a kidney before your child perishes, the phone rings, lo and behold, another teenager has a kidney to offer your child to save your child's life. But that teenager's life was taken by a drunk driver. Question, would you accept that kidney? Chances are you would. What does that have to do with vaccinations and aborted stem cell lines? In this same sort of scenario, there's, there's a parallel here, you benefited your child's life was saved let me say this really quickly too he said an important word that i don't want to miss it if i don't talk about it later benefited remember i talked about that in the previous um video i did there's always two people always at least two groups so i throw that there two groups always benefit from uh the uh, vaccine production the company that is making money the company and or researcher, whoever it is that's making the money off of producing that vaccine, and you who take it, you're benefiting, whether you're benefiting because you, whether you want it or not per se, you know, like saying, well, I wish I didn't, I wish there was something better, but I need it so that I can work, so I can pay my bills, so I can take care of my family, all that, and you say, it's worth it, dealing with the murdered babies, I can have that on my conscience so that I can do this. So you're benefiting. So that's key. He, he mentions benefits. Remember, you if you're taking these, these vaccines, you are benefiting from the murder of that baby. So, so just wanted that out there real quick before we go back to listening to the rest of this analogy with the, the teen and the drunk driver and all that. The death of another child that was taken sinfully, but because that child wasn't killed intentionally, you are not participating in the sin of the drunk 
driver. Those are some considerations that you need to ponder. Now here, I'm afraid, is where it gets even dicier. At the moment, remember, history happens in time. What we know today, we didn't know yesterday, and we won't know tomorrow. There were a number of vaccine lines, give or take about 40, that were being considered government money going to fund them. Let me throw this out. Let me just pause him there on this video, talk about that. He's talking about the COVID-19 vaccine right now. COVID-19 vaccine, 40 projects, 40 vaccines in the works through what the U.S. group calling Project Warp Speed. I don't know if he'll say the term here, but that's the one President Trump put forward. We got about $2 billion U.S. dollars going towards the production of these vaccines. 40 started out. Almost, if not all of them, being researched through the use of aborted fetal cells, through murdered babies' cell lines, through murdered babies' body parts, okay? No matter what someone say, deep down, they will admit it. If you go back, if you hold them to it, they will admit, yes, of course, it's it's trace. It's it's D, what do they call it? It's um, broken down. It's fragmented DNA, so small and so minuscule that it's hardly, you know, worth mentioning. But, but they will admit the DNA, yes, it is part of the original cell line of the babies that were murdered, okay? And I would say it wouldn't matter if they weren't anymore, but because that's where you, how you got it. You wouldn't have got him here without murdering that baby to get him. But be that as it may, there is still trace elements of the DNA of those children from those cell lines in every vaccine that's out there. So just so you know that, that's there. That's what he's talking about. The COVID-19 vaccines were down to about, I think he says three groups here. Last I heard were four, but uh, I talk about it in my vaccine show, but... Uh, that's what he's talking about right here, because I don't think he says what this is for. I don't think, I don't know if he clarifies. He wasn't just talking about general bunch of vaccines. Forty different groups of people starting out to research this using murdered babies to try to get this to try to get this vaccine going for them to win the big bucks and be the major producers of it. We're down to like three in Project Warp Speed by him talking here. So anyway, just wanted to let you know that's the type of wickedness we're dealing with. Came down to about four, then three. There seems to be some conflicting information among the experts. This is our, our, our call to authority, our appeal to authority here. Some are saying, yeah, we think there's one that has aborted stem cells, but we don't know how old they are. And others are saying, no, they're not inside of there. Oh, what do we do? Okay. Uh, he, he, is, he actually addresses that issue. Are there aborted stem cells in it? Not full cells. No, not even full DNA strands. But every doctor will be honest. Now, the, the ones that are being dishonest are just saying, well, there's no baby parts in there because they're saying they're trying to, they're making a false analogy. They're giving you a, um, <sighs> my logic categories aren't necessarily the best. I don't have them all memorized, but here's what they're saying. They're saying, of course, there's no baby tissue in there. There's no fetal tissue in the vaccines. That is true. It's not fetal tissue. But they will admit, every one of them will admit, there are trace DNA. They call it uh, deconstructed, I believe, or fragmented DNA particles. But every, it's not arguable, every single vaccine that has been produced using those cell lines, because they use the DNA in that, that's how it replicates within the cells and produces the vaccine, there is no argument, no matter what you know Todd's talking about here. There's only argument because people are saying things, but they're using... Uh, I guess the fallacy would be false equivalency. Um, maybe it's not because it's not really equivocating with it. It's not equivocating. It's just they're saying what I forget that term. Sorry, my logic people will get this better if Sai ever watches or somebody picks this up. Uh, Jason Lyle would get it. You know, it's it's they're they're making a um, man. I wish I could remember that. Uh, is it reification? I don't know. But anyway, they're taking. They're saying they're using this analogy, saying 
yes, we're not using fetal cell lines. We're not using fetal tissue. So no, there's no fetal tissue in the, in the vaccines. But there is fetal DNA fragments. Okay, so it's like they're trying to distract you, trying to throw you off the scent. Maybe it's trying to give you a red, the red herring, throw the red herring, to you chase that goal. There's none of that. And you go, well, they say there's none. Just because there isn't tissue in there doesn't mean that there isn't DNA fragmentation in there. It was produced using, they, none of them will deny that. That's, you can look at all the studies. Watch my previous show. I can show you the web. We go to the web page. I show you the article. I show you right there where the lines, heck 90, heck. 93, Merck 5, all these different cell lines they use from aborted babies. That's what the, the cell lines use. Every one of them, Project Warp Speed, has those uses. So there is no argumentation. That is not arguable. So this part here Todd's talking about, he, it's moot point. Moot points. It is. We might have to wait and see. So here's, here's a scenario for you. I believe it's very valid for the Christian to not want to participate in the intentional taking of the life of a child for the sake of creating a vaccine. If that's the case, some people are going to argue, if the government mandates it, we're just going to have to wait. If, they then might say, it's concluded a child wasn't intentionally killed for the manufacturing of this vaccination, then they can participate, just not now. But here's the deal, folks. There isn't any doubt. The, by, every one of them. I'm just clearing that up for you. Go watch my other show. I'm just saying. I can tell you clearly. Um, there's no doubt. All the cell lines were of aborted babies. Every one of them. Project Warp Speed. Check it out. Don't take my word for it. Go watch the previous video and I'll show you the web page. You can look it up. Go check out, you know, everything. Go check out the government web pages. I guarantee you it's there. Every one of the Project Warp Speed Vaccines, all the ones that are going to be coming out that we're going to be end up having to take possibly, and I dealt with all kinds of different issues about voluntary, mandatory, and forced vaccination. Dealt with all that. Watched the other shows. You want to check that out. But key is here. Every one of them. There's no doubt. So his second scenario, well, well, then maybe we just need to wait to see if it's safe through testing and stuff because it's another thing, one of the other things he talks about in the list of things he's talking about. But um, no, we don't have to worry about it. You don't have to guess every single one of the Project Warp Feed, every one of the vaccines is going to have a chance of getting to you. And if it's not, you're going to hear a big thing because they've tried to push for ethical vaccine options and they've all been rejected. Nobody's been working on them and, and those, uh, some are working on them but none of the ones being worked on are being pursued by the government, not being promoted, not being put together to try to get out into production for the populace. So you're not going to get them unless you get them when they're later created down the road and somehow pay for them different. But the ones that come out, they're going to be mandated if they are. They're all produced through aborted fetal cell lines. There's no question. So Todd's off on that because that is definitely all the project works. There's any argument really about it. Every one of them cultivated from the fetal cell lines. What he's talking about, trying to say again back to whether, whoa, is there any fetal tissue? And it's not that issue. The, the fetal cell lines, every single one of them from aborted fetal cells, every one of them in the Project War Street. So again, I'll, I'll just say that, and I just maybe he just didn't quite get that, but, but that's what I'm making clear to you. This is almost over. That could be very valid. You need to think this through, and you need to recognize different Christians are going to come to different conclusions. Another common objection. Okay. So that's his end of that. 
And again, if you would like to watch the whole show, go check it out on YouTube. I don't have it linked here, but you can go watch Todd's whole um, presentation. Like I said, it's about an hour long, 55 minutes or something. If you want to watch the whole special, like I said, there's some good information there, stuff worth checking out you might enjoy. But I'm now going to break down why his analogy that he uses with the teen and the accident and all that, that he tries to say, this is how you got to think about this. This is, a, this is a reasonable thing to consider when you consider whether you'll take a vaccine or not if you're worrying about profiting off of someone who was unjustly killed, someone who died unjustly. And let's deal with that. So let's pull up an analogy sheet that I have done dealing with Todd's situation here and let's break it down section by section and show where the analogy breaks down where he doesn't quite have this lined up correctly where it doesn't it's where it's an apples to oranges comparison not apples to apples so the Todd Friel murdered baby drunk driver analogy breakdown okay let's see the the key here I should have even worded that different because I talk about it differently down there but Okay, murdered baby versus murdered teen. I, I should have we were, it was it should be killed teen. Okay, but uh, for this part, it it's easy to see. And it doesn't matter for this point. It's okay. Murder baby. Here's the sad reality: the murder baby is accepted by society. Now I don't care if you're pro-life or you're whatever, and you say oh, I don't accept it. I think it's wrong. No, it, it's accepted, and you're not doing much if you're pro-life and you haven't done anything for it. You just say I don't like it, and I approve the sermon and put quarters in a baby bottle like I did for years, and you're not actually advocating and not working for and not trying to get candidates through and bills passed that are actually going to abolish and criminalize abortion, well, then you're just your moral opinion. It's not that big a deal. It's 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 acceptance by inaction, and we've all been guilty of it, um, myself included, and I, I plead with you to join us in repentance and not being apathetic about this murder. But be that as it may, it is accepted by society so much so that, that you know like I said, again, you've seen the videos, you've watched the exposés, Planned Parenthood is selling the body parts. There are whole companies like STEM Express and people, I talk about them all in my other videos, watch the vaccine videos. I've done two of them prior to this. Check them out and see what I, I go over. And you can see the companies and the people that are making a living, making money, and do some more Google search if you want to find out more, that are directly making their money, doing their business off the backs of murdered babies. I mean, that's what they're doing. So it is accepted by society. It is okay by society to do this. Nowhere in society is it okay for uh, drunk drivers to kill kids. It's denounced by society. Drunk driving and the deaths that come from it are denounced. Mother's mad. Mother's against drunk driving. There is no group out there. We have drunk driving classes. I'd say it's not treated as strong as it should be even in the courts in law. However, drunk driving is a crime. Drunk driving is not acceptable anywhere. So we have a false, we have a failed analogy here. They are not, they are not equal. We don't have an equal understanding here at the beginning. So, so we've already got a breakdown in their analogy. The death between the two is not the same. Next, we have a murdering mother. Okay, we have a murdering mother who has the intent to murder her baby. She goes to have that abortion. She is intending to murder that baby. That is why she's there. She's intending to take that baby's life, and that is not, like I said, I'm not going to talk about abortion. It's willful taking of another human life and paying a hitman 
I'm not going to call it the doctor in this issue because it is a doctor by title, but the job they're doing is a hit job. It is a mother with an intent to murder taking out a contract with that abortion provider as their hit man or hit woman to murder that baby. That's what's taking place in an abortion, okay? Drunk driver, no intent, no murder. Now, I think it should be, especially after your first drunk driving, you should definitely know what you did and then they make you go through these classes and all that stuff. I think it should be like attempt to murder after that because you should know. But some people are just stupid and it isn't as harsh as it should be on enforcing it. So there's lots of people that drunk, drink and drive a lot and they don't really care what the, the possible outcome is, but they don't go out as drunks with the intent to murder people. They go out with the intent to get drunk. Some not even get the intent to get drunk. Some they just go out to drink and party and they get a little too tipsy and they're stupid and they drive and people die and most of them feel horrible about it. And feel miserable if they actually hurt or kill somebody for sure. I, I work in a jail. I have seen the people who feel miserable after having done it or whether hurt or killed. I've seen it both. So yeah, it it does. It is a different is a different scenario. There is no intent in the drunk driver to murder. There is in the mother murdering their baby. So different different intent of the of the way the death takes place. Okay. And nowadays, like I did touch on this a little earlier already. I touched on this briefly. There is possible approval on the mother's part of the research done on those babies, on using them for research, using them for their organs, their tissues. I mean, like I said, if you want to watch watch my previous thing, where I shoot three-minute video plot and talking about using 76 babies to come up with the cell lines they did for back for the, I believe it was the MMR vaccine Todd's talking about. Wickedness. Yeah, it might have only been one baby that the cell line came from. It took 76 to find it. Through all types of wickedness and Nazi-esque experimentation. Straight wicked. And that's how, and it's easy to know that that's what's taking place. Again, everybody knows it now with the, what was happening today with the aborted uh, baby undercover videos. We all know it, so there's no excuses. We all know this is what's happened. We all know this is how these things are taking place. And it isn't just vaccines, other medical research and things. So we're, we're without a doubt. We are without excuse. We know this. And many of the mothers are now doing this with the approval, saying, well, maybe some good will come out of it. Maybe they'll be able to find some help in diseases and sicknesses and vaccines by the murder of my baby. That is stuff that women talk about in their abortions, in trying to justify that murder. So that is a reality. Totally different. The drunk driver doesn't go out thinking, man, if I kill some team, maybe I'll help somebody else get their kidney or get their liver or something that's going to help them out. No, that's never a thought. It's never going through their mind. That's not a process they go about going out to drunk drive. They don't intend to kill when they drunk drive, and they don't intend to kill and have some benefit come to somebody else. They're total, total failed analogical section there, okay? Murdered baby. Key. No voice, no choice. Remember, this is a murdered baby, a murdered image bearer of God, a human being who has no voice, and since they have no legal standing because of the wickedness of our courts, because of our blood guilt and the wicked rulings of our Supreme Court and the failures and the cowardice of state legislatures and federal leaders, people failing to uphold their office, uphold their their um, obligation to the U.S. Constitution, especially their obligation to God, they don't give that child a voice. They do not protect that child. That child has no legal voice. 
because it is dehumanized just like blacks were in slavery, just like Nazis were in, in Germany, dehumanized, used as research tissue, Nazi-esque, Mengele-esque research garbage. That baby has no voice, has no choice in being used for that wickedness totally different scenario than the killed teen. That's I notice I got it right. Killed. Because again, no, no intent, no murder. Okay. We have a dead teen, a teen that okay, So the way the, the teen died is totally different. And in that scenario, like you all know, when you go to get your driver's license, you have the option to choose on your driver's license, whether you will be an organ donor or not you have a choice. So either you, or maybe in some states, maybe in some places, the family, if they're you know, a minor, has to have the decision when the child dies, whether they're going to be an organ donor, but somebody, either the individual or the family members, have a choice on whether or not the organs of that person will be used to help somebody else. So the analogy breaks down there. There's a choice. There is a, there is a option given to the person who is giving up their um, organs to help somebody else, which which leads to the next understanding. COVID, COVID-19 vaccine. Friends, all the research is telling us, as with any vaccine, okay, any vaccine, vaccines are not, are not imminent life and death situations. They just aren't. I mean, vaccines are preventative measures to help you not to get sick if you get a virus. That's what vaccines are for. We know this. This is simple logic. This is simple. You don't go like you're dying and get the vaccine to save you. That's not what, that's not what you do. Maybe that could do something at the point, but that's not the purpose. That's not the production of vaccines. That's not why it's done. The vaccine is made as a preventative measure. It is there to help you to not get infected with the active vaccine. It's to build up the antibodies with the dead vaccine parts in it to bring you up your, and let's not even get into the efficacy of vaccines, whether they have any value anyway, even medically, but just just the fact of how they're supposed to work, they're supposed to protect you from getting a virus. It is not a life and death situation, especially, and it isn't with any of them, because there is no guarantee you're going to get the virus. But especially COVID-19, and the more and more we see, we know it isn't killing people. It's like a 99 point something percent survival rate, folks. And that's without figuring out all the fudge numbers. It's baloney, all right? Not saying it's not a vac- not saying it's not a real virus, not saying it isn't killing people, but this is not a pandemic. This is definitely not life and death with COVID-19. On the other hand, an organ transplant, that's last ditch. That is, you either get this organ or you are going to die. That's what the scenario was talking about, and that's pretty much how it is all the time. We're talking about organ transplants are done because they're always dangerous, and they always take anti-rejection meds. you got to be on a lifetime of medication. you do all these different things. There's typing and very meticulous, and it is like miracle when you find an organ that it will actually work. And you are in life and death situation when you are taking an organ transplant. So it is a whole different scenario. We are talking about if you don't get this organ transplant, you are going to die. That's why you're getting an organ transplant, okay? That's key to understand. 
And finally, fetal cell research. Like I talked about before when I was talking in the video, fetal cell research, murdered baby research, image bearer of God research, babies who've been ripped apart, vacuum apart, crushed, torn apart, shredded limb from limb, dissected, chopped up, and sold to the highest bidder and sent out to be used in research. That's done, and those processes are taking place and help justify in the mind of society to further make it accepted it helps to justify the murder of the baby the continued treatment and continued pro uh, propagation of vaccines and medicines help assuage people's conscience and helps further justify the murder of pre-born image bearers of God for vaccine work okay that is a wickedness. This play, that plays, friends, that isn't secondary. That plays directly into this. There is no doubt about this. If babies being murdered was outlawed tomorrow, there would be no research on fetal cell lines. And many people have already talked about it. Every time they're talking about it right now, the Trump restrictions on fetal cell research that he put in place in 2018. Again, it's not, it's not even a ban. He's not even a full ban on that. They're using fetal cell research of the old. It's just like not, no, you can't get federal money because your your grant application for federal money has to be sent through a panel. And I talk about that in one of my other videos, I believe, um, to see if you can get an approval to get federal money to purchase murdered baby parts so that you can do your research for these diseases and vaccines and stuff, okay? He put a restriction on that, a stop to that, and the NIH, the National Institute of Health, can no longer do research on them since 2018. He didn't do it when he first started, but he finally did it. Okay, so he put a ban on it. A, and again, not a total ban, a restriction on it. Okay, so what happened when he did that? All kinds of people threw a fit. Read the article. Like I said, I think shared in my first or second video on vaccine stuff. They throw a big, oh, no, no, he's hindered our ability to do work. Well, now we can't, you know, study these things, and now we're going to put our research back of being able to help people. And, you know, we're looking at eye stuff. We're looking at cancer research. We're looking at blah, 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 vaccines, all this stuff. Health, uh, um, Michael J. Fox dealing with, um, man, I can't believe I forgot. It's late at night. Like I said, it's 1.30 in the morning. Uh, he was talking about his um, Parkinson's disease. Oh, there's Parkinson's disease research being done. Well, there's all those things. Oh, that's being put on hold. That's being restricted because of Trump's evil restrictions on fetal cell research. Oh, he's a curmudgeon. Oh, he's a, he's anti-choice and blah, blah, blah. Man, he's been weak. And and But see, that's what they're griping about because they can't get murdered baby, fresh murdered babies and pay and And they can get them. They should buy them themselves. All the universities can't get the funding. They can't get the feds to give them grants for it, to buy them. Anything. They can't get funded to do it. They got to pay it out of their own pocket. That's how wicked we are. That's the Mengele Nazi-esque garbage we do as a country. And that's why abolitionists are rising up saying, enough of this pro-life garbage, man. This issue needs to be abolished. And if Babies were treated like they are as preborn image bearers of God. Human beings, according to God, and humans created in the image of God, as our Declaration of Independence makes clear that all people are given the inalienable right to life. And life begins at conception. All science tells us that's embryology, folks. We don't have to argue. You don't have to believe God to know it. That's American, too. It's in our Declaration of Independence, bedrock of our laws. It's not an argument, it's a facade. It's a wicked facade.
And until it's criminalized and abolished, all this garbage will continue. And every person who takes part in using a vaccine cultivated from, brought about by, due to the research of, in any way, shape, or form attached to this, knowing it's attached directly to, and every vaccine in the COVID-19 research trials is, is directly the result of a murdered baby being used to bring that about. Every single one of them. There isn't a doubt. So understand that, friends. As you look at this, fetal cell research, this type of research helps justify the murder the slaughter, the cutting, the shredding, the dissecting and the selling of the parts of pre-born image bearers of God. That's the issue with the murdered baby and a COVID-19 vaccine. On the other side, organ donors is what we're talking about there for an organ transplant. An organ donor is for the voluntary help of others. Again, like I said, we at the beginning, they have to approve of it. Parents, the teen, somebody has to sign off on, has to have their desire to donate their organs to help others. Black and white difference. Apples to orange comparison, my friends. As much as I think Todd did a good job overall on the show, this analogy was not a fair analogy. And yes, he would he would probably defend himself and say, I wasn't going into the super depth or I wasn't trying to cover every angle. I was just trying to say, making this comparison. But man, friends, Todd, and anybody that may see this, we have to be detailed on this. Because this isn't just, it isn't apples to apples. It's a whole different scenario. And I've just showed you where. And we could probably tear it down even more. But friends, this is a big, big issue. And all these things are what you really need to consider, not just what Todd said. You need to consider all of what I've got up there on that screen and then some in light of the scriptures he shows you, which again, watch the show. You you look at it in light of scripture, whether you watch the show or not, if you just watch this or hear this on a podcast audio, think about it, friends. Think about it. This is the key. It is absolutely key, absolutely essential that we understand that we work out these things in light of scriptural God honoring categories, scriptural, biblical, logical orientations, not quick slap shot thrown together ideas. This is serious life and death murder stuff here, folks. So that's what I wanted to do again. I want to say, I, and again, I'm not ripping on Todd again. I appreciated the show overall. I think it was helpful. It will help you think through some things and you should, but I'm, I'm saying here, folks, he missed it on the analogy when he got to specifically about fetal cells. He gave some good information, but he didn't cover this analogy, right? And if you just take it for rote, you don't examine his analogy, which I'm sure he would encourage you to do. He's a Bible teacher. He's teaching here. Uh, be a Berean. Think this out. And since I've spent a lot of time researching this issue, these things hit me. I caught them right away, and not everybody will. So that's why I felt like putting on this show would be helpful. Because I see these things. I catch these things. These are things that stick out to me. And since I've worked so much on it, I don't think Todd spends much time on this. He's doing all kinds of other things. He's a busy man doing all kinds of other stuff. But I, this is really tied right into my wheelhouse. And so I caught those analogy failures right off. And abolitionists will. Most, I think, will. And uh, I just want to encourage you. This vaccine stuff, this COVID-19 stuff, watch my other videos on the vaccine stuff. I deal with it in depth in two. I did one, and then a friend brought up some issues, so I hit it from another angle. 
that's two now kind of three of my uh, podcasts that I've got five six episodes of so uh, believe me I'm not going to always talk about vaccines but it's serious it's right now and it's where we're at right now so it's it's something we can't get away from and I felt it was important to deal with in this so anyway I hope this was a blessing to you I hope it does help you out and uh, feel free to uh, send me uh, comments ask questions if you like more and again you can check out the podcasts um, I want to go real quick before we head out let me close that off again let me throw out real quickly what I usually do at the beginning just want to show you the web page let you remind you if you don't already know that uh, the core issues podcast is a ministry of core ministries total community outreach evangelism we are about getting the gospel to people it's all about getting people to know Jesus Christ the gospel the good news that anybody no matter where they're at no matter how deep in their sin they have been no matter how many lies thefts hatreds lusts greeds wicked thoughts and deeds disobedience rebellion no matter how deep in the mire and the muck and the sin of life you are in if you will be broken over your sin you hear God's canons of the law that I was just saying you shall not murder those those laws you broke those sins you did are about you shall not murder you shall not steal you shall not bear false witness honor your father or mother have no other gods except God make no idols all these things tying into the scripture do not commit adultery Jesus says, don't lust don't murder don't hate Jesus says all these things we go man I broke all those those are all part of my sins you recognize that that humbles you and recognize God calls that sin and that the penalty for that sin is the wrath of God and eternity in hell for those sins and that breaks you and you cry out to God for help you cry out to God for forgiveness you will receive it my friend because Jesus commanded that you repent turn from those sins look to him on the cross where he paid the penalty for those sins to save his people from their sins so that anybody from the beginning of time until the consummation of all things who has ever or ever will humble themselves repent and trust in that finished work of Calvary will have everlasting life that's the good news friend that's the gospel and that's what core ministries is all about and these issues as Todd will talk about in his show deals with the gospel touches on the gospel and remember folks that's what this shows about about issues who touch everybody and how the gospel of Jesus Christ touches those issues and I pray that you have been touched by God and you know him and you love him you've repented and you're trusting in him and you will be with him forever and I'll see you in eternity if I never see you here God bless you folks have a great day check out this subscribe if you have not picked it up yet and you're not watching this on Facebook live watching the live streams or watching the videos feel free to pick up the podcast on any of your favorite podcast distributors thank you to anchor FM hosting this podcast you can get them on breaker Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify, as well as the RSS feed. So you can get this podcast wherever your favorite podcasting service is. I hope you do. God bless you. Have a great day.